Boss Podcast. What's up? Are y'all ready for another fantastic edition yes. of the Mood House Podcast? Because if you are, yes. we're going to do that yes. right mother effing now. What a wild week. I don't know if I, I don't think I say that all the time, but oh, man. <laughs> It's just weird times for Moody Black. This episode is going to be a Moody Black episode. Uh, every other episode, I think, so far, you get some mentions about Moody Black. But let's just talk about myself today. Myself. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. We're working on a new album, uh, obviously. But, I mean, man, the definition for what Moody Black is right now is very, very up in there. I have no idea. And, um... I don't. I mean, it's a good thing, I guess. I don't know. Everything is in my life, and everything is just in a weird spot. So, I think I think Moody Black and the Mood House uh, might be headed back uh, to Minneapolis. Yeah. So your eyes peeled on that. And um, as far as what's going on in the world right now, NBA cool. season started. I you used to be an avid Phoenix Suns fan until Robert Sarver came and took the team over and fucked it all up. I cannot support it. Um, not the product on the floor, even though the product they put on the floor is fucking terrible. Terrible! Uh, the management and the ownership is just horrible. Just the worst human beings, evil, rich motherfuckers that have no idea what's going on. So, I cannot support them. Uh, but Steph Curry looks like a beast, so I'll be watching a lot of Steph Curry and uh, Kevin Durant, because those are the guys that I like. I'll watch those games, but I won't be as emotionally invested. I feel robbed. My team is in the shitter, and it just sucks. Um... So beyond that, uh, today, I mean, I, I put out a call last week to have people call in, uh, essentially, on Skype and talk to me, and um, so that's where you're going to start hearing, and this episode kind of took an interesting turn, because the person that called, who, rem- who wants to remain anonymous, but anonymous, um, pretty much just actually started to interview me, <laughs> in a way, so, and I think it was actually a really cool conversation, so I'm going to release that today, I am the guest on the Mood House podcast, so that'll be exciting I am the guy. fun as far as music goes and everything that's going on in the music world I am not really sure I'm sure there's a bunch of shit going on and I'm not cognizant of it I know the cure is about the tour so I'm excited about that uh, but for me I mean like I said we're, I'm working on an album and obviously still working on all the mood house stuff and I was going to tour but I don't really think that that's what I'm going to do until maybe the fall of 2016. I think I'm going to take a break uh, from touring just because the responses and the and, and such are just not there. I'm not enthused. There's palm trees. This is like paradise. You know I've lied. We've lived and died inside each other since we barely laughed. And now a paradox. I know you guys to leave my prairie. So I can have you in my own way. We've never married. I'm scared as fuck. A grown up man inside a woman's hawking. We going beyond each other's skin. We stay up late while talking. I love you more than I can barely write. And tears are forming. I've been ignoring. Most importantly, my roots are storming. I'm probably bad like you could act. We both retract our madness. I've been in sadness. Think about an empty couch since Paris. And what the fuck am I supposed to do? Just wait around. I'll fucking do that. So fuck it, like.
enthusiastic about going on the road right now to try to make a couple bucks here and there and, and uh, so I think the goal is to work really hard on this album, get everything ready to launch with the Mood House label, put the album out, and see what the fuck happened. I had the album figured out, I had the sound figured out, and all of a sudden, I hit a wall. And and it's a wall where I didn't like what was going on anymore. And that's the first time this has ever happened this soon into a new album, so I'm trying to navigate that. I'm trying to navigate some shit in my personal life. And yeah, it's just weird times. So, that said, I just finished a verse uh, for somebody you, you guys all fucking know. Henri Osborne. I, you know, whatever project he's promoting, you go look it up. I'm not going to say anything about it. Uh, if he does, cool. It's on that project, so go check that out when it comes out. I'm not sure when it comes out. Go check it out. And it, until then... You know, finishing these beats for people, which is not easy to do uh, in the midst of making the album and the Mood House podcast and trying to do top quality work for everybody. So it's taking a little bit of time, so be patient, please. And other than that, I think it's time for you guys to learn a little bit more about Moody Black. For people that are Moody Black fans, which there's a few out there, I think this episode would be cool because these are questions that people ask me a lot that... I've never had a chance to answer right. Uh, doing interviews overseas or doing interviews through texting and like writing them on the computer is never the same as just shooting the shit with somebody. Uh, and I think you're going to hear that. And there we go. So thanks again for listening. Damn That Noise blog, Ralph Edward Perez. Thank you, Blood Money Matt. Dylan, thank you. I'm not going to say everything. Jesus, what am I fucking doing right now? I'm sounding a little bit like JR if you ever listen to Jim Ross's podcast and I don't want that to happen so let's just cut the fucking talking out and let's get down to business right here in the Mood House podcast with me Kata Chris right here right now on my own goddamn show Ugh. I guess yeah right? yeah I, I was thinking that but I think even just random ass people that know me or, and oh, have no, or just people I fucking know that don't right. even do music. And, and I'm sure there's plenty of them that know you as like um, the guy at the taco truck or just Chris, you know, rather than uh, yeah. K-Death. Yeah, there's a, there is a couple people that do know that. Not a lot, though, actually. Yeah, yeah, I, I would. Very elusive. I would so. um, um, dude, uh, a quick question. Yeah. Um, th- this Reddit shit, uh-huh. like, that it seems like... A, got out of hand so fast yeah um, it always does it's oh man it's like it's like debates presidential debates or something they take a fucking tidbit or uh, there's so much many politics involved in this shit yeah like do you do you regret the animal like like wearing your heart on your sleeve a little bit do you oh, think it's no. gonna hurt moody black nope like because <laughs> i'm just indifferent to it. i i read a lot of the the comments and yeah it seems to me, for one thing, that a lot of Death Grip fans aren't really hip hop fans. They don't understand the lineage. No. They 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 don't know Nation to Millions. You know. Like, no, no, no. And I, I'm not. I'm, I know I'm generalizing, but um, but I'm I'm reading these comments and they're just fucking they're so, douchebags. They're so that, wrong, though. It doesn't. That's why it doesn't matter. They're just so wrong in everything they're but, saying. <laughs> exactly. But I think if they actually heard what you were saying, like. MC Wright is a rape of my character, and then you know you mentioned clipping in some, yeah, some song. Just if they would just listen to your fucking lyrics, let alone the Mood House podcast, which big ups by the way, man. There's not a damn podcast 
that is insightful, like for people who are just interested in music and how it works behind the scenes. And Thanks, man. There's just a big misconception on like the blue collar musician, I think. Oh yeah, you you, know? you you're seeing uh, you're seeing the example of that too, and that that's why we do the Mood House. And uh, I'm not worried about it because I've done it my whole life. Whether I was in Fe- when I was in Phoenix and uh, when I was first coming up, and no one knew I was doing the same shit, starting shit up. And uh, the reason why I post what I post is everything that I post, everything that I say in the internet is is uh, calculated. Um, so I knew, I know when I post that was gonna happen. And uh, the reason I do that is because every time I post that, I get more album sales, I get more likes, I get more followers. So they could say all the stuff that they want. Um, and I won't say too much on here because, I mean, it will put on the Internet. But one of the things you do right. as an artist to get exposure nowadays is to feed the trolls and uh, give them stuff to talk about. And if uh, they're going to talk shit, then let them talk shit. But also look where I'm fucking posting it and, and look who's getting it. It's on, the, it's on Death Grips Playground, you know. If, if there was a Moody Black Reddit, it would be the same thing for them. Yeah, and 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 what's with 4chan? Like, uh, I'm seeing. I, I don't know if I'm seeing love. Hey, I'm seeing a little bit of both. Like, how, how, what's your feelings on 4chan? It's the same thing. It's beautiful though, because what you're seeing, and this is my favorite part. If you'll see this trend, is uh, a lot of people are like, they'll get mad and like talk shit, and then in the same sentence, they're like, "But I like the music. I can't fucking say anything about the music." Um, so I mean, that that's what's cool. It's like if I can go on those channels and talk what they think, talk shit and uh, still get a fair amount of love on it, I think that's pretty damn good. Right. I mean, I guess if <laughs> I guess if you're on Reddit and one out of every 10 buy your album, you're still coming out on top, right? Yeah. And, I mean, and it's people that haven't heard it before because I don't think you're going to have... I, I think a better question is, do you... I don't think... Shit, you have a good point because like people that are already fans, you're not going to lose them, right? No, like, no way. I can't see a fucking Moody Black fan going, oh, they don't like that. No, 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 and no. it's not that you don't like Death Grips. That's not what you're saying. Yeah, that's saying. what I'm saying. The people that get what we're doing, no, this is what I'm always saying is like, uh, I have a lot of integrity and respect, and I'm not doing anything. Everything that I'm saying, it's not like I'm sitting there like just talking shit like a regular dude, pissed off and mad at everybody. Um, I'm being very respectful, and I'm just giving you my point of view, and it's honest. And uh, if you don't like that, I can live with that because I'm not saying anything crazy. But so. they make it out to be like yeah well that, yeah that's all them though like if you look at what I say versus what they and then they're always saying it sounds like he's saying this it's like well it, once it, you say exactly. that I'm not saying that <laughs> and and that's just one small micro like one small example of how Reddit can can just flip the script and yeah. fuck an artist over and have people perceiving them a certain way have you been perceived as like this. Uh, I don't want to say a misanthrope, but like a curmudgeonous, this chip on your shoulder kind of yeah. guy. Of course. That. Of course I have. And there's a little <laughs> bit of truth to that. I mean, who wouldn't? And that's the other thing I've been saying is like, uh, who in their lives, in their daily lives, those guys that are posting that haven't been in situations where they work really hard at something and they're misunderstood and they're trying to get people to understand. I mean, everyone can relate to that. So I don't think it's that crazy that I've been working so long, so hard on everything. To My only point is saying, yo, don't, fucking discredit what we're doing because you're looking at it through these other lenses because that's frustrating that's all i'm talking about and i'm sure there's a million people that could relate to that and if they can't then they're then they're not even worthy they're not being they're not being true to themselves i think no not at all and but they're on reddit man and a lot of those guys are just kids (laughs) so yeah like that's like how old do you know some of the people that read it or pitch for like like for uh uh, Jeff Weiss, for instance, I, he's an acquaintance. I ran into him here and there. Uh, he writes Pitchfork. Uh, yeah, dude, Jeff Weiss is probably the most. He, he's one of the. He's one of the better. You know, it's like a, 
-hmm. what is it, John John Carmonica or something like that for the New York Times, I believe. I don't know um, that name. Well, yeah, he he wrote for the source for years. They just really know their shit, and they and yeah. they seem to uh, <clears throat> if they're going to paint things in a certain way, they they tend to talk to the artists and paint them accurately. Yeah, and that leads me to this question: Like, have you been interviewed by a few people, and then they just take tidbits of the shit you say <laughs> and try to perpetuate the dickhead K no. death that everybody seems to no. expect <laughs> to hear from? No, you know what? No, they haven't because they, they don't care enough yet. I mean, they haven't. They any interview that we ever have, it's always normal and respectful. I don't think any. I don't think. I think only a couple people probably think like you that that understand the whole situation. But I think like I talked to Jeff Weiss about. Um, he was going to come to the Mood House. We were doing the monthlies here in L.A., and I talked yeah, to him about covering that. Yeah, that's what he said. He was going to go by the Mood House Wednesdays or, or whatever. He didn't, he didn't come. Um, that's because he's friends with uh, Giannis. Um, yeah, Giannis. Giannis. Um, yeah, I've known Jonas since, like, 06 with the Pirates. They're like, not not trying to name drop and shit. It's just crazy to see somebody. Um, you know, uh, that's the thing. Um, you had an episode about the glass ceiling. Oh, yeah. Um, do you think that... Europe, it could be an exception to that glass ceiling. Uh, like, it seems like Europe, there's some exciting shit. Yeah, going. but they ha they have a glass ceiling as well nowadays. What's what's happening yeah. overseas recently over the last couple of years <laughs> has been that Europe is be or France and France and Europe are becoming a little bit more like the states, <coughs> where they're um they're wanting more of a return. They're they're less interested in in finding discovery bands as they call them overseas, uh -huh. um, and they want some more of that the shit that's credible, it's going to bring audience. Um, so they're looking a lot now more days or now a lot more nowadays at what a group is doing in the States um, to bring them over and book them over in, um, in France. Um, and it doesn't have to be substantial, but like, okay. you know, when we, that's why we always tour in the States, no matter how big the tour is in the States over in France, it looks like we're doing all this crazy shit and they keep bringing us back. It does. Um, that's why I brought it up. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, and but then when we go overseas, the shows are like, you know, we played at 500 to a thousand people every night. So it's yeah. like, was that, was that, I'm sorry, was that with dialect or, uh, some of the shows, I mean, half of the shows are dialect, half of the shows are us. Um, just depending so you, on where so we're at. You guys were headlining in front of 500 to a thousand. Yeah. The first show we did was in a, at the soy fest or a, what was it called? Yeah. I want to say it's soy festival again. We played or no, it wasn't even a festival. We were headlining in Nantes, France. Uh, we do really well in Nantes and, Nantes? um, yeah, we were headlining there, and there was probably uh, 500 people there, and a large amount of them knew who we were because we had just played. We played Soy Festival a year before, and Soy Festival we played with like Mickey Blanco and all those other groups, and so and then we got we got um, awarded top three act of that um, of that festival. Oh, so it, it's a pretty big deal to where there's journalists there and they have write-ups and it gets... Oh, yeah, yeah. So if you look up Soy Festival, Mooney Black, we you know we were one of the top three acts there. I mean, we were playing with like Yola Tango and fucking Mickey Blanco. And that's oh, why it's it's yeah. it's frustrating to... Again, man, like I tell people all the time, those guys on Reddit, they don't know the story, man. It's like I'm not, I'm not jealous or bitter in that way because like I'm building my own thing and I'm very satisfied. I've come from the ground up and I've had no cosign to get to this point. So I'm very like, uh, I'm very great. I'm like, I'm happy with what we're doing. Um, but yeah, there's, there's things that are annoying, but yeah, I think there's a glass ceiling in France only because there's a glass ceiling here. So I'm going to figure out a way to get around it. And I think one of the ways to get around it is to just keep, just keep, keep my name in people's mouth, whether it's good or bad. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Any publicity is good publicity and an odd way well I and, guess. The, and the reason why you're seeing i mean we're turning it up 
which if people pay attention, uh, the reason why all this is happening and we're turning it up and we're only going to turn it up more and more is because there's a new album on the way and I have to be able to start promoting um, in the way that I can. So that's why I've been like, hey, look, there's a fire over here. Let's get some shit going. Right, right. Um, so to keep this fire going, do you think you're going to – what does it take to get your podcast on iTunes? I know so many people that just – they skip the SoundCloud shit. It's almost like if it's on SoundCloud, anybody can do it. Oh, yeah, it yeah. should have been on iTunes already. I'm having a problem with uh, one of the – it's very easy, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Um, I it's not hard, but I'm having a problem with my um, iTunes and Apple Music putting – I like keep submitting the podcast, and I keep having an error. Um, and so you reminded me, I'll probably tomorrow I'll get on that. It should be, I mean, I'll probably get it up by next week. It's really not that hard. Okay. And then like Stitcher and, uh, fuck, you it's know, on those. Yeah. It's on, it's on, it's oh, on it's Stitcher. Yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, mood house. Let me see. I don't know the link to it, but it's already on everything else, but iTunes, as far as I'm aware of. Cause um, go ahead. The, the few people that I've, um, you know, it's, it's hard to tell somebody to listen to a record and actually have them fucking listen, you know? Oh yeah. Fuck yeah. And, um, and same thing with po I'm podcast nerd, whether it's comedy, music, or what have you. And uh, man, it seems like I've got some people, and the people that are into it just fucking dig it because you can't, uh, you're you're not hearing shit like that anywhere. No, that's what I keep telling people is balls to fuck at this shit, man. They don't. <laughs> no, they, they don't, and they're, and they're not going to get it at the angle that we do, and they're not going to get it with the balls that we have to be able to. And and uh, that's what that's my angle is, and I'm I've been pitching it to a couple of different places um, to try to get it hosted on a bigger platform, but it's gonna come down to getting more people to listen to it. And uh, right. the only the only thing I can think of is just hitting every single Monday and keeping content going. Yeah, that's all you can do is keep grinding. And I mean, um, if you look at the, but again, it's like our music, dude. It's like the credentials are there. If you look at the music, you compare the music to anything that's going on, it's there. If you look at the podcast, you compare it to other people, all the guests, all the topics, the way that I structure a show, it's there. So whatever. Yeah. Um, I, I got a, uh, I got a, uh, friend, a soapbox, David Allison. I'm mm -hmm. sure you're with him. I, I sent him your way to buy, to buy some music. Oh yeah. Um, Thank let me you. see. Uh, he had some questions for you here that he was texting me. He was asking me if there are any visual artists that, um, inspire, moody black or just your lyrics and i also believe i read something on nausea where there was a, was it a visual artist mm -hmm. that like it was loosely based around or something like that uh no i mean the visual so, artist that i'm inspired most by is uh my girlfriend who does all the artwork for moody black uh um, um, Varda, uh jamie jamie yeah. jamie Varda does all the artwork that we do sick art did she do the nausea cover yeah she does every 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 single visual you see from us is from her Okay, and then um, and I take it you edit the podcast, right? I do all of it, yeah. That's some creative shit, man. How oh, you thanks. do, you know, your punch-ins and and uh, the intro and the monologue and everything. Yeah, thanks. Uh, We're not even done. Fucking, we haven't even refined it yet. There's a lot more on the way. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna ask. So this is probably just the beginning stages. This is like you guys are in the infant stage of what Mood House could be. Yeah, we're trying to. Like the Mood House podcast is supposed to be like, you know, like how we do our music where it's more of an experience than just, oh, I'm listening to a podcast. Good podcasts are dime a dozen and boring. So we're trying to just make it like more of an experience. Like, you know, when you fucking put a movie on and have a good time and be entertained by it. So we're, we're working on that. And I've been lazy with it because I've been so busy. Um, and then also there's, we have the Mood House label. We have the Mood House album. 
there's also I'm also looking for different podcasts from people um, to host because along with the roster of musicians on Moodhouse, there's going to be a roster of podcasts under the Moodhouse. Oh, I think that'd be great, man. Yeah. I, I think that'd be a fucking great idea. It seems like your head's in the right place, and I mean, despite it, you know, I just hear hear what other people say and want to shoot <laughs> it straight to you, and it seems like a lot of you know this this fucking death grip phenomenon nobody really knew what noise rap was i don't want to say nobody of course there were the people in the know like you yeah. and i were in a dialogue in the early 2000s or whatever yeah. but uh, never said i invented it you never said you invented <laughs> it but you do own noiserap.com that yeah. is something to be taken well, account for we we know dialect preceded you and blackie yeah but you're taking it in a different direction yeah um, you you do what the fuck you do and it's not I mean, listen to Techno Animal. Um, like, oh, yeah. Death Grips, I just, I don't really like the fact, dude, Zach Hill kills, um, you know, I, <laughs> I, I don't know what the, I don't want to, I don't want to be that guy, but I don't like the fact that they're on this kind of platform. Yeah. And they, they could take a Moody Black out. They could take, I'd say Rat King, but they seem to be doing pretty good or, or sure. Black Hearts or Clipping, yeah. or, you know, you name it. Fuck. Oddity, Dialect take these groups out yeah you know damn well they were inspired from or at least shout them out in a fucking interview but instead they have to be these dark gloomy i don't know it seems like they're <laughs> upholding this image that it's not going to hold up very long no i, I mean it's 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 an act dude and, and it's funny because the what's so funny is the people on reddit and 4chan uh will readily say how much of uh, was this so wrong how posers are inauthentic we are little do they know that they worship the most uh false ever like hard I, guys in the world yeah, I mean, I, no, I, I've been I, getting I images, my... dude. I've been getting emails from people, and I haven't posted them. Emails from people of pictures of death grips, like hanging out in posh spots in L.A. on their cell phones and shit. It's like, okay, I those heard... are the guys you worship. Well, that's true. That's true. Completely true. I have pictures. I have picture proof. I just haven't been because I have no interest in. in dis... I have no interest in exposing. That's why I always tell people. I get to a point and I go, I'm not going to tell you what I know because okay. legitimately I do know, and I don't. I'm not interested in fucking with them. I don't, I don't have a, I don't hate them. I'm yeah, just interested it's, it's in, a, go ahead. And goal there, you know, it's yeah. like, I, I see what you're saying, but I, it, it's hard for me to not think that a lot of other noise rap groups would have. And I hate to say noise rap in, in this way. I'm talking, you, you know, you, sure. you talk of noise rap as a culture. Yeah. I'm talking, I'm kind of just talking more about the sound or fuck that. Just the culture. I don't know. Sure. Just seems kind of like they're, a little smug and just a little too into themselves and the whole Atlantic record thing. It's just fucking phony, man. And <laughs> yeah. I, and I hate sounding like that elitist indie hip hop kid. Cause I, you know, at my at parties, all my friends, I'm like, yeah, death grips is cool. You know, check out moody black, check yeah. out, you know, I just throw my two cents in and whether or not they listen or not, that's another thing. But um, I wanted to know about nausea. Um, mm -hmm. Was that by any chance inspired by the Jean-Paul uh, Sartreus? Sart? Sart. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, it was. I mean, it was, it, it wasn't, the album wasn't, uh, it was, I mean, I read the book and then the, the book like was just resonating, like it just matched what was going on. So it, it wasn't like it inspired it, but it was going on at the same time that I was making it. And there were like parallels with getting disenchanted and like overwhelmed with uh, my situation and how people were and like where I made the album and stuff. So that's why I called it that. Okay. Um, and Another thing I find interesting is your um, point of view on like just transgender awareness. Uh -huh. 
and how you kind of did I misinterpret that you came out as like transgendered by just saying that just to put it out there like in it it seemed like you you just are really supportive of the transgender movement right uh, uh not only am I supportive of it but yeah I'm transgender so you are transgender sure wow I I, I thought I heard that and I'm like <laughs> no, it's, uh... I mean that's another one of those things that uh again not addressed I mean I fucking couldn't say it any louder than I did but no, um really but yeah I mean it's like and then it's uh but yeah like I'm I'm part of I'm trying to do a lot of activism and movement for it too just because I'm it's uh fucked up what's going on and I just got tired of just a lot of years of like not letting people know I mean people know but not people that aren't I always I didn't want to let that interfere with uh the music shit moody black shit and it was becoming a thing and then I didn't want it I didn't want to be like oh I'm just like writing the coattails of this of this right. thing to get attention but yeah, um, this big storm. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it was. I mean, that's something that's been the way I've been since I was tiny. Really? Yeah, since a kid. I mean, it's that's how it is for most people, I believe. Yeah, um, yeah, no shit. I, it's not like you just wake up one day and go, "Oh, I'm transgender." Yeah. No, you don't. No. So I, I just, I just think that that's that's interesting. Like you say, you don't want it to take away from the music because. Yeah. I can just see Reddit or 4chan taking something like that and fucking running with it. I love it. I mean, see, that's, like, that's the thing, too. Is, yeah, I don't that's, care. Who, yeah. And I, I don't, and that's the other cool thing, I think, about the noise rap movement and, and Death Grips, too. I mean, Death Grips has, has had themes of uh, transgender, and so their album cover had a crazy... Um, no, no, love, no Love Deep Web? Uh, no, I, I don't know if it was No Love. I don't remember. What, do you remember the, the album cover with the dude and the sex slave? The, yeah, that's the money store, I believe, yeah. Yeah, that was... They were totally reverse roles in gender. Right, right, yeah. So I don't think that that's, and that's the other thing is like, uh, for such a long time growing up like that, you, you mean, you're just built in the society of making you feel like ashamed or feeling like you're less powerful if you, um, identify as feminine or anything like that. And I just, I just got tired of it. I was like, I'm not going to let that be like, it doesn't define, it doesn't define like my character. Um, right. so yeah, so that's another reason why I did it. And also, so I could be a different face of it. Like, Hey, look, this is what it looks like. It doesn't always look like Bruce Jenner. It doesn't always look like, a, you know what I mean? But I mean, so because, yeah. you know, what? even somebody like me, I, I hate to admit this, but when I was younger mm. and I first heard trans, I didn't even know what the fuck it was. I'm like, how, how does that transgender? Like what? I mean, you know what it is, but you almost equate it to, like you say, a Bruce Jenner, a more of totally. a feminine type yeah. to where somebody like you comes out about it. I, I look at you, uh, you know, I've met you a couple of times just in past South by Southwest at the fake four. Yeah. You guys did a spot by the pool. Yeah. And then, uh, great fucking show, by the way. Oh, thanks. But, uh, yeah, you just wouldn't think, you know, like you said. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah. It's and not something that would have to define you or, or you can point out and say, oh, he's transgender. You wouldn't, I mean, you know? yeah, and to some people, that's that's what they know me as and see me as. Or if I dress a certain way. Like, right now, I'm not. I'm wearing, like, women's clothes. Like, you wouldn't know that. <laughs> but, I mean, it's like, that's that's uh, that's what I'm trying to tackle is, is a lot of those preconceived notions about and again, it goes back to 4chan and all the Reddit stuff. It's like, dude, like you can't, you know, real motherfuckers that know what's up. When you asked the question earlier about <clears throat> worrying about what people like, you know, what's going to happen, like about wearing my heart on my sleeve. And it doesn't matter. Like at this point, you know, how can, what's wrong? Yeah, you're, like it's the whole, yeah, it's, it's the whole adage. Like what could possibly be wrong with your truth? And the answer is nothing. So the culture of Reddit, Facebook, all this shit. 
Like it has no bearing on your truth. Uh, and you should never, ever, ever, ever like make any concessions for that. Wow. But that's just how I believe. That's fucking well put. I'm, I'm almost in awe of that. But yeah, man, I mean, that's, that's what you got to do to fucking. And yeah, so all those guys, I mean, if I put this up and I, I mean, I will be putting this up, but how, whenever it goes up, if they want to listen to what the fuck I got to say, or when people are willing to interview me on a platform that makes sense and they ask good questions like you are, then uh-huh. I think people would have a completely different understanding. And I think, uh, well, actually the mood house, um, TV that we're going to launch, we've been talking about launching it. It hasn't happened yet. Uh, oh, I think that'd be, that'd be great. Yeah. Well, I think what it's going to be is, is a vlog is a really in depth vlog starting this, this week or next week. Um, mm-hmm. just checking in with everything that's going on. I've been reluctant for many years to be on like camera. I don't, I just don't like it, but I think because of that, I need to do it. Um, right. and just see myself all the time to myself. I, I do too, because, um, it seems like, um, even a lot of podcasts like, you know, that, uh, that have the video, it's just a little bit yeah. more interactive and especially with a group like you guys, mm-hmm. I, there, there's just an air of mystery, you know, all my friends, um, Oh, how many people are in Moody? You know, once you get to the SoundCloud, you see the three of you or you go to a show. Yeah. But, Those guys don't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that That's not true. And like, so you're the bulk of the production too, right? Like you're Those guys, you've never heard anybody but me. If you're hearing an album, that's it. If you see so, us live, then you hear those two. But other than that, it's just me. So on the guitar then, and with the distortion, I mean, yeah. fucking the guitars are great. Do you play? Yeah, that's all me. Everything on that. The only thing I didn't, the only thing I didn't play on the record, the Nazi album was my brother actually played on the Nazi album on some of the background noise on LA two. And I LA think that two. was it. Yeah. Holy shit. That's impressive. And but, you play, and, um, do you do any live drumming? Uh, I don't, that's the, see the only thing there's only like two or three tracks total ever that have live drums on the recording so far, just cause I have a problem with like, I don't like the way live drums sound. <laughs> I like uh-huh. on album. They just always sound weird to me. So I like, I mean, I disguise them or I, I, I can hide them or I'm working on a new like way to do it. I just, they just bother me. I don't like like live drum sounds on like album. I don't know why. Um, okay. Well, hey, that's fuck. Sounds yeah. good. So but, you know what you like, obviously. Yeah, I mean. You've been doing this for what, 15 years? Yeah. Oh, no, not quite. I mean, 12. But 12. I mean, um. so I mean here, so there, Dave was the only guy like the, the guy drums for us obviously but um he fucking like recorded a couple things and then it's like really guided like i i mean i know what i want and then i have him do it and then that kind of goes into it and that's why it's been hard to keep people all together yeah is because um yeah. yeah so trying to find i mean dave's still cool but i mean eventually everybody wants to have all this input and then, then that's where i just cut it off and like yo this is your role and if you're cool with it cool if not then this isn't yeah i mean but it is like the perception is i want it to be a band and we play live it's a band but we're uh it's like it, it's the, if you look at the way the band and the guitar goes live too the, a lot of it is smoke and mirrors it's a lot of the it, production uh, i was just going to use that same term man I, yeah. it seems to me like you're you're such an open book in some ways yeah and then there's the smoke it's like there's the mood house chris yeah and there's the Kate. Death Moody Black and the dichotomy of the two. It's yeah. just, it's really interesting to me, man. Like, That's you great. on record, there's an air of mystery. And then I hear the Mood House podcast. I'm like, fuck, man. It sounds <laughs> like me talking to one of my friends. Like, my girlfriend's like, God, he sounds like. You and your friends bullshitting, that's you know? Right. You know, that's cool, man, because that's uh, that's perfect, because that means that there's going to be a lot of people like you 
uh, uh, that are going to get it eventually. Fucking I mean, nerds. O- OCD nerds, yeah. OCD just... nerds are going to understand. But that's <laughs> that's the perfect dichotomy. Like uh, what I'm saying and what I don't really necessarily respect about like a group like Death Grips is uh, we're not – I can make the most intense music and I can make the most emotional music, but it's not authentic if I'm walking around acting like I really am the way that my music sounds every day of the week. That's not true. I I got through like two interviews with Death Grips. I had to do it. Yeah. I had to see the demeanor, you know? Yeah. And MC Riot, I mean, if he's really like that, which I, I don't know if he really is or not, but either way, he's a fucking dick. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, Fantano was saying that he went to a show and like just, just kind of approached him. He just had this break, you know, it's like shrugged him off, gave him. I'm not saying just because it's Fantano, come up and kiss ass and say what's up, but yeah. at least acknowledge the guy, man. Oh know? no, of course, of course especially somebody fan. like Fantano. Yeah, I mean, he's a fucking fan and he's an informed yeah. fan. Yeah, well, and yeah. Oh, sorry. Continue. Uh, I was just gonna say, man, that's that's what I'm talking about, and if uh, if that's why I want it. I don't have any ill will or disrespect towards them. I just want, I, I've never met them. I've never been in the same room, but I'd love to be because I wouldn't let them do that to me. And if he's a fucking dick, I'm going to make sure he knows okay. that that's not cool. Hypothetical. Like you, uh, I'm speaking to the post that you put up. All, all you said was simply you would like to perform on the same stage, same night, festival, what have you. Yeah. As death grips. Yep. There was no, we'll blow them out of the fucking water. No. There was no, none of that. that. That's how people twisted it, which yeah. is fucking hilarious, but I expected it. I knew it. As soon as I saw the Reddit click, I went, oh, here we go. Yeah, Shit. I knew it Okay, too. hypothetical. So you and MC Ryder backstage, yeah. and he's sitting there with his shirt off, tattoos, fucking Mr. Mysterious. Yeah. What is, what would you do in that situation? Offer him a beer? Uh, uh, I, I mean, it would be really cool. It would be really cordial. I mean, it would be, um, I'd probably you, eclipse him because I'd probably be a foot taller than him anyway. And probably You're like about, six five or something. I'm six three, uh, okay. And I'm I probably outweigh him by at least a hundred pounds. I mean, it doesn't. That's, he doesn't fucking scare me, dude. Plus, I know oh, that all of his his whole aura is just completely fake. If what? your approach would be any different than just a normal no. dude. But that's the other thing is there. I'm not. Um, there's no reason to like a I, my approach to break him down or not to break him down, but to, to size just, him up. To talk with him is just be honest. I, I would just be like, dude, is this is this legit or are you like putting it on? I would ask him. And, and you if you're not, you if you probably get nothing, which is means he's putting it on. Yeah, so. and he's like, okay, so yeah, he probably wouldn't be able to answer the question. I don't even know how he would answer that. And then if he did, he's like, what are you talking? Then if he gives me one of those responses, I was like, cool. I don't need to say anything else if he's gonna give me that. Then we know the answer. And then if he's cool, then it's like, okay, cool. I just needed to know because I figured. Yeah. Then I'd be like, hey, man, I figured it was. Let's go have a fucking shot of whiskey because you guys are fucking awesomely yeah, genius. Yeah, you're doing, you're doing a great job. You're obviously doing a great fucking job. Yeah. People bite this shit hook, line, and sinker. I know he's doing it though, because I mean, I, I mean, I'm. It's like it's like two magicians, man. We're all we're all with the the noise rap shit. Like you just said, there's that dichotomy, and for the longest time, I just kept it mystery. And now we do the pot, the mood house, um, because I know people want to see a little bit of the inside game, and that's helped us a lot. But that's uh-huh. what you're talking about, dude. Is it, part of the noise rap culture is and Blackie and everyone like there's there has to be that that air of mystery. There has to be. <laughs> there there does, man. Like, yeah. I, and I think that's, you know, this YouTube and Vimeo and just stream, everything. We have so much access. I, I loved back in the day when, uh, you know, I'm just going to use the first thing that comes to my mind. Wu-Tang 36 Chambers came out. Oh, yeah. And then oh, yeah. Method Man's out. I didn't know what any of the Wu-Tang looked like. <laughs> and I loved it because it left so much to my imagination, which yeah. 
you know, they're, they're fucking seven feet tall, 250 pounds, you know, and, and this guy is this and, and, and you paint it all in your head and there's, I think that works to your benefit, benefit, but in yeah. today, I guess it does today too. I, I don't know. Death grips don't seem to do many interviews, I guess. No, because they would they would destroy that that mystery. They would aspect. destroy. It. But I mean, there's yeah. a way to do it. That's why I mean, we researched it. We saw what they do, and then we we were like, okay, we can keep. And then that's I mean, it's it's only worked to our advantage naturally, authentically. Like you know, the trans stuff helps that. That really helps. Be uh-huh. people be like, what? so I mean, once that came out, it's like, how can you think you know that anything is is what you thought it was at this point? Exactly. Um, yeah. Yep. Um, so. about the trans thing, like. What what's it like in L.A.? What's it, is everybody pretty open minded there? I I haven't been to yeah. L.A. Like I mean, as far years. as I know, I never had any problems in Minneapolis. Never had problems here. <laughs> I mean, uh, people do, and a lot of people consider like Minneapolis that I've heard, yeah, and like the hotbed, like almost the mecca for indie hip hop, to where you can almost like survive locally. It's just very supportive scene, right? Uh, yeah, you can if you're doing if you're with certain circles, I mean, you could do it anyway. It just takes a little bit of work. I mean, it took us a long time. Um, it probably took us like four or five years to start getting the recognition and we didn't really get the good recognition until we left. <laughs> I mean, literally yeah. like a month or two before we left, we got best rap album for nausea and on the city pages, which again, very lightly advertised, but very true. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. They did a top 50 MCs and then they did the best albums at nausea. Yeah. yeah. Nausea and for nausea to hit nausea to hit that, uh, given what it was and the kind of, you know, we had that reputation too. And I mean, for a long time, one of the reasons why the reputation existed is because I was more intense live. And I was like, you know, we lit subs on fire on accident just because shit was loud. And, um, yeah. and then I would have like a baby head and fucking swing things around and jump on, do all that really immature, stupid shit that I like cringe at nowadays. I uh-huh. hate doing that kind of stuff now. Um, but I think <laughs> back then that mixed with the kind of music, people just built that character for me. So I just became what they wanted, basically, and became, but not really. Built, like, if, and then people would meet me and be like, "You're so nice." It's like, what the right. fuck? So, so you kind of built your image based on what you perceived your image to be by your fans. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then that was fine. And there is, and there's truth to it. I mean, it's not like I'm not. I don't like hanging out with people. I don't like large crowds. I don't uh-huh. like bullshit. I don't. Um, I I just don't like people being inauthentic. I don't. I don't like it. So I don't. I don't play those games. That's also part of why, you know, we are, and it's harder for us. You really give off that vibe. dude. I never took you as a dickhead, but a South by Southwest of the pool, like yeah. I was chopping it up with bird and, and just, a, you know, a few of the fake four guys and just talking shit or whatever. And like, yeah. you just seem like you, you wanted to do your set and move the fuck on for one thing. It's yeah. South by Southwest, which is a yeah, it's, joke, it's, but that's how I am, man. It's like, I, I want to play the show and I really love, I love performing, but I want to go home after and like, have a cheeseburger and hang out with like two of my friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't have any know, interest in fucking. No, and most of that shit anyway is all I feel real uncomfortable. We just did that last show at South by, not the one you went to, the one last year. Yeah. It was amazing. I heard that was great. It was amazing. Again, House of Vans, we played it. Uh there are pictures online yeah, from the from uh, on Vans, like the Vans website. Yeah. The, yeah. the pictures at the end of the fucking show and the blog that covered it was of Dem Atlas, Atmosphere, Brother Ali, and Moody Black. 
course there you're going to fucking turn And guess who fucking, no one talked about it again. Because it was no, like, it just happens over and over again. It's like, dude, we go there and we fuck your whole world. And they made us open again. Fine. Fuck it. But they wrote about, hey, the room was packed to see me black. Okay. Keep disrespecting us and see what happens. And um, so, I mean, that's, that's been my moniker. That's why the chip comes from. It's like, I work my ass off. I do all the work. You keep putting us in these positions. And we keep showing you that we're better than all the people on your roster and everything you got. I think we deserve a little bit more than what you're giving us. But if you're not going to, I'll go get it myself. <laughs> well, but, look. You Best know? of luck to you. Hey, but what's um really fast? Like, what's your um, um, dare I say, the hippie word relationship with psychedelics? Um, I have black. none. I have no none? relationship with psych. I mean, I've been. Uh, people always try to get me to do shit, and uh, I'm open to it. I just haven't been in a place or had the opportunity to really get into it. Uh, you should. No, I, yeah. I mean, I no. Mean, people always say that. Like, people always want to do that. I'm like, yeah, I know. Uh, your music sounds so good. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's awesome. I, I, I did it for the like, I, you know, every six months or so. I'll, yeah. Me and my girlfriend uh, just here recently, and your <laughs> shit just came on, and it was like fucking hit that spot, man. So that's I'm awesome, like, dude. I had like, no. This had to <laughs> no be me. Like this had to be influenced somewhat. I mean. I was influenced by a lot of marijuana, but I think what happened was uh, a lot of that is because I spent a lot of time in the desert with actual, with actual medicine, man. I don't, yeah, I don't, I think I got to the, I've naturally been inclined to be in those levels. I don't, I mean, I'm not tripped out and shit. I can only imagine what would happen, which is why I've been kind Uh of slow to do it because uh, I'm under the belief that you need to be at a certain level spiritually, mentally to be able to like to earn that right to do it the correct definitely, way. Definitely. I, I did it too young and, yeah. and right, you know, I'm, I'm go, turning 33 November and I, in red, you know, it yeah. seems like every five years you look back, you know, five years previously and you just half the shit you do is retarded. You know, <laughs> <laughs> regret, I, I think, yeah, I, for whatever reason I've been able to, yeah, I don't, I mean, yeah, because I know what's out there. I mean, people, I don't, again, it's stuff I don't share, but I know, I just know what exists out there and, uh, you gotta be ready to take that on because it yeah. will fuck you up. Yeah. It's like somebody like, uh, that's done mushrooms or something a couple times and then they think they're ready for a DMT trip or <laughs> a lost retreat. It's like, no, 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 you're not quite ready yet. I don't, but yeah, that would not, I, I, that was a retarded heavy question. I apologize. It's just, that's fine. This is like two weeks ago and it hit the spot so heavily yeah. and so deep. Yeah. That I, I had to ask. That's crazy, though. <laughs> yeah, it it, it 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 was pretty fucking crazy. <clears throat> but uh, hey, man, fuck, I pre- I don't want to take up all your time. I'm sure you got people calling you and. Uh, there's a couple. I mean, there's a couple of people that want to talk, but fuck, I don't know. I got I got nothing going on. It's been a crazy, it's been a crazy weekend for me personally. So I mean, I'm just trying to get back on on the horn here and, and do some mood house stuff to get away from so, everything. Speaking of um. The the Mood House is it Mood House Wednesdays? It's supposed to be Mood House Wednesdays. Uh, and that's not, you and Jonas, right? Yeah, but um, I mean, he, I've been trying to talk to him about how to do it appropriately, and he has, he thinks he can do it a way where we have all these bigger acts and all this shit happens. And I'm trying to explain to him that it's very difficult uh, to book huh. bigger acts. It just won't huh. work like that. And it's uh, sometimes people are, they just don't know how wor- how this shit works. And I'm yeah. surprised by that sometimes because you think some of these guys would know or like Signor Benedict the Moore, but they're very, um, they're, and, and no disrespect to them, but they're very green. Kind of naive. 
very naive yeah so it's hard it's like you know we can't do it that way so we're just trying to work it out and uh we're not going to do it this month and then it's i'm I'm, i'll probably be looks like i'll be going back to minneapolis in december for a little bit so oh the worst time to go back too shit yeah it's not gonna be fun but um fuck up you won't be able to dress too ladylike out there will you no i mean fuck Uh. I have to wear a bunch of coats and cover oh, it up. Dude, but, that's some shit back there in the winter, man. Yeah, it, it's pretty fucking crazy. But um, I don't know. We got to go. We got to. I got to get back there and take care of some shit. And then uh, so that's the plan is to go there and we have a, a return show scheduled. And then I'll probably do my goal is to do a mood house monthly in L.A. and Minneapolis simultaneously to have two of them going. Jesus. And then in I go the goal December 10th will be the return show in Minneapolis at the Triple Rock. Uh, December 11th, I think we're going to play in Wichita. December 12th, we're going to play in San Antonio. And then after that, from December 13th to January 14th, I'm recording the album in El Paso, the new album. Um, in San Antonio, have you got a hold of Lisa Segovia? Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. I, know yeah, that, I stayed at her place during South by and she's awesome. I, no, yeah. She's a good girl. Yeah. Has connections and stuff. So, so you do all your own booking. Uh, in the States. Yeah. I mean, yes and no. I have people that, that I can reach out to and I, and I've just hired a, a booking agent to do it. Cause well, maybe the two of you together, you know? Yeah. It's us right now. Putting We're your heads out and him spreading the water. You trying to just stay afloat and ride, ride the tide. For yeah. Lack I, of better but see, that's, here. I think that's been the difference with us and every other group that's come and gone. Cause there's been a lot of them is oh, that we just haven't been afraid to speak our minds. So, like, it's I don't know any more than to do that. And then getting the backlash I'm used to doesn't even affect me at all. Those Reddit comments don't mean don't affect me at all anymore. Like, before I used to get all pissed. Like, and nowadays, I, I don't even care. Like, it doesn't See, mean I anything. I feel stupid now because I was all affected. <laughs> like, yeah, well, yeah. It's it, You got to realize, man, that the Internet is uh, it's bullshit. It's, like, Reddit, it doesn't mean anything. If those, pe- those people think those things already. It's not me saying something. They're like, yeah. oh, now I no. It they already like, thought that. <laughs> they've already thought that. This, but this just kind of cements it. But then again, sure. like you say, your names in people's mouths when your record comes out, which will be out. Uh, how long would you say? Uh, it's uh, let me think. Uh, July, it's be in the July, August, possibly September. Oh, cool. So we still got a ways, but I'm also. I was working. hoping winter because your shit. No, I don't know. Maybe it, it won't it, be that soon. Uh, that's just because I have a lot of shit we're working on. We're actually working on the Mood House uh, Noise Rap Festival. That's gonna happen in Lyon in April. Lyon. Lyon, France is gonna be a three-day festival. Fuck yes. Curated by Mood House and Moody Black. Hell yeah! Hey, keep it going, man. I it, just I just hope to hear these. Uh, I haven't heard a. a a subpar mediocre podcast yet there's oh, not a fucking moment oh, where i'm not just because i like that nerdy inside shit you know when you follow up it's great man you can't hit every i mean when you're doing these every week i mean there's gonna no, be you're gonna hit ones. the spots where it's like okay <laughs> like you know but to me i just like to hear people talk shit and like get into the days of yore and the fucking what's going on now and just you have your hand on the pulse of shit you know and like yeah. here in elop man that was really cool like oh, yeah. <laughs> at first i was like the fuck did he do this and then when he explained himself you yeah. know i'm like oh it's really fucking cool like yeah he's fucking, i'm gonna start checking these bands out you know that was a fun converse that was one of my more fun conversations was uh, uh, with a lot just because i haven't i've never talked that was the first time i actually talked to him period oh really what you heard was the first i've i've only talked to will and uh all the other everyone but him 
<laughs> wow. Cause he's been so like elusive and he's doing his own thing. And like, he's, uh-huh. he's completely removed from all those guys. So like yeah. I had to track him down. I, I met him in uh, I believe it was Pittsburgh uh-huh. in uh, like Oh seven Oh eight. And man, I was just so taken back. He was so open to talk and just yeah. <laughs> like shoot shit about what was going on. And this was like the height of death jokes and this, and he was like so excited, you know, and I, I'm one of those excited little fucking guys that can get yeah. too giddy and, Ask too many dumb questions and such, but that's fine. People love that. Yeah, I mean, some people do. <laughs> it's been. I mean, we've been able to talk for forty-seven minutes about it. I mean, I only know that because I'm looking at my timer. Oh yeah, wow. <laughs> oh, holy shit. But that's which is cool. which is good though. I mean, that's what you want. I mean, this might be one of the episodes of the podcast. There are points where you might think it's boring for once because it's you. <laughs> but maybe you'll like that too. I don't know. No, I'm not. Dec- I might not even fucking listen now. But uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, thanks for your time. Hey, oh, another thing. Have you ever thought about having a DJ? Oh yeah, we do. I mean, Oddity at the last tour we did, it wasn't a drummer; it was a DJ. It was Oddity. Okay. Um, if you're he, ever in need of a little turntablism, let me know. If <laughs> I ever need one, I will. I mean, I always—it's the last guy to tell me that <laughs> was a, a drummer. Uh, it was like, if you ever need a drummer, let me know. And he was this 19-year-old kid we just met in Sacramento. The one you talked about on the podcast, right? Yeah, and uh, it was absolutely the funniest shit. I didn't, I didn't bring, I didn't make light of it on the podcast. <laughs> But it was actually really fucking hilarious how pathetic it was, and not and I and I I, I felt really bad about it, and I still yeah, do. That's, but it was fun. It's so fucking funny. It was actually a really funny story, because <laughs> you know it's this young kid who was like really nervous, 19. and it was just funny as fuck. He his friends probably all told him and hyped him up that he was a shit. Yeah, he, and he was a big and the and he's a huge Death Grips fan. So oh. I thought that that dichotomy was really funny too. <laughs> was, was he trying to like pull Zach Hill licks out of his ass and just? Not... I think he was. Yeah, he was definitely trying too hard. He was way too stiff. In the first two seconds, he like cut his finger open on the drum. I was like, oh, we're fucking oh, in trouble. Oh. We're in oh, trouble. Oh. And he was a really nice guy. I love him. And I was like, hey, you get a. Ch- I mean, if he ever works on his shit, I'll, I'll totally have him on. I told him, like, try uh-huh. again. But yeah. And yeah. so it was all amicable, amicable, but it was really fucking sad to have to send a kid home the yeah. day before we went on tour. <laughs> no shit. When I heard that on the podcast, I'm like, oh, I, I know he's kind of taking a light on the kid. This had to have been bad to send his ass home. It was like, bad. If yeah. He even made the cut remotely. <laughs> I'm sure you would have been like, all right, you know, just yeah. keep practicing and we'll have you do this song and this song. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? It was pretty brutal. So, like, but, um, no, I hate to throw that out there, but, uh, there's one thing that I've, you know, I've, since I was 15, fucking scratching and, you know, I fuck around live on the NPC and stuff. I'm just throwing, you know, if you hey. ever get a bug up your ass to get somebody and try I, some people out, I'd fucking love to. I would totally, totally give you the opportunity if I need that. Yeah, for sure. which I, I highly lying. doubt I won't be expecting a fucking call or anything. But <laughs> You never know, though, dude. The, yeah, that no, kid probably not, didn't expect it either. So Why not? Um, yeah, bring it up. But, dude, uh, thanks for calling, and uh, we'll stay in touch. And thanks for... Uh, Another exhilarating best episode ever of the Mood House Podcast with me. Next week, we got the dude from Noisy and Vice right here on the Mood House Podcast. Next week.